actor. So I gotta keep my emotions right at the surface, you know? I got a lot of balls in the air. Welcome to Jumping the Turnstile, and I'm Jez Bot. I'm Timmy Taco. And I'm Sean Enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start there, Sean Enough. Uh, uh, Tim, I just noticed that um, hmm. something's a little bit... Uh, Different from in the intro, mm. you mean the intro music? You've uh, I removed, I removed it. Stripped back the, <laughs> you stripped back my, my paint, my well, coat of paint. Well, because you're always on my case about you got to change the intro, you got to update yes. the intro, you got to update the outro, you got to do the new music, uh-huh. do this new music. I've got a great idea for a new podcast. podcast coming up. Yeah, when <laughs> when are you going to put the steez up? When are you going to edit it? Fucking yeah. hell. So I thought mm. that maybe um, over the course of the next. Maybe not just the next immediate couple of episodes, uh-huh. but over the over the course of a few episodes, I might just change it up a bit. I might do a polka version. Yeah, sick. Uh, yeah, I'm down with that, man. I just thought we'd mix it up a bit. Bit of jazz there's, funk. There's some people out there that just uh, think poorly of the uh, <laughs> sort of doof doof, as they call it, uh, uh, in the commercial sector. How do you find the, uh, the intro, Sean? I've always enjoyed the intro. I liked it. When I hear it, it means it's business time. Oh, it's, it's, business, it's business time, yeah. I find it difficult to start recording the podcast unless you play the intro. Uh, yeah, mask. yeah. It's, it's weird. We always need the music, even if we're doing it uh, remotely. It makes it real. Yeah. That's it like does. my um, my MK Ultra cue point to oh, set yeah. me oh, yeah, that's right. into Gets the mode going. that I need to be in. Mm. That Pavlovian response. Yeah. Pavlovian? Well, like like the cake. <laughs> I was never a big uh, cake man, and I certainly wouldn't eat a pav. No, oh, you're not a pav Too man. Foamy, like that white foamy egg bit. You know, yeah, you don't, you're not feeling that. Nah, I'm not feeling it. Why? It's it's like um, uh, marsh marshmallows deformed cousin. <laughs> it sure is. It can be. It can be. My responses to pavlova have definitely changed over time. Mm. As a youngster, pavlova wasn't my thing. Yeah. Right. But as I'm older, I can enjoy a bit of Pav. But, okay. But I think it's just, it's like many things in like the dessert a, world. It's like many things in this world. Mm. It's just overrated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like big upped a little bit too much. Yeah. Because I always ended up just eating all the fruit of the Pav. Did you? Yeah. Like the uh, the kiwi slice, like the little bit of straws. Yeah. <laughs> lovely. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Sometimes they'll put a mandarin in there, but it doesn't, uh, doesn't yeah, go through. It doesn't the, last. The whole, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really make it doesn't make it from prep to um to eat. No, mm. changes so the flavor. You don't you don't like pavlova. I'm not a pav man. But are you a dessert man? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm down with dessert. I'm down with dessert. Okay, because I'm not much of a dessert guy. Well, I won't I'll order say, a dessert, you, but if it's put in front of me, I'll eat it. You won't order a dessert. Nah, nah, it's time to go. No. Like, well, let's yeah, not. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we Could, just, do we do we have that another, another get, course? And then <laughs> someone's getting a coffee, and I ran oh. out of things to say at the entree. It's a lot, lot like well, this podcast. Well, this is the entree to the yeah. podcast, as it was. Um, I already want to go home, pay the bill, and go home. Yeah, oh, but I don't. I don't have a sweet tooth tonight. Uh, today, sorry, Vanessa offered me a piece of chocolate, and I refused. Just mm. a square. Mm. Uh, nah, no. Sometimes no, like, no, no. Sometimes have a piece. I'm like, yeah, nah. Talking about desserts, though. Mm. Um. Near my place of residence, a few new dessert stores have opened up. Oh, here we go. Well, purely dessert. Purely based. desserts. Right. And well, the p- likelihood of them lasting patisserie. more than 12 months is probably uh, you know probably not high because they're all next to each other as well. Ah, uh, see. Yeah, I've, I've always had a question about the uh, similar businesses opening next to each other. Well, 
they are similar in that they're desserts, but they're quite diverse in that one is uh, Lebanese desserts, so all your baklava and, baklava and things mm. like that. And that's probably the, the quietest of the three. Um, mm. The second quietest is a store that sells solely different varieties of cinnamon scrolls. Just solely scrolls. cinnamon scrolls. Solely <laughs> cinnamon scrolls. Is that what I really hope that's what it's called. <laughs> solely, solely cinnamon scrolls. And now, is this at, is this at the sunny end of Windsor, like uh, uh, on yeah, Chapel it's Street? Getting, it's, it's getting closer it to rents, the uh, rents getting really uh, out of hand. It is. It? It's quite excessive. It's Not many businesses last there, so I don't mm. know how a cinnamon scroll shop with no one in it ever <laughs> yeah. is going to last. And, yeah. and uh, no gluten free. Like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> well, vegan vegans um, menu on the old yeah. that cinnamon scroll would be within the vegan um, taste, isn't it? Maybe they are catering to the to the market. I don't know. Everyone's having a crack. Everyone's having a crack. But right next door, actually up the road, a, a cookie shop has opened. That's just okay. cookies. Yeah, yeah, now you're talking. And, it's, um, it's a bit better. There's a lot of desserts. Okay, so there's hey, a lot of desserts coming up. Next door to the cinnamon scroll store mm. is uh, a uh, yep. A brothel, <laughs> a, gr- a Greek donut shop, which okay. I have to say is one of the finer desserts mm. I've experienced. Many, many selections of the same thing. It's, a, it's a, the same thing. It's another store that's sit, that just makes these bloody donuts. Specialized is this a cream-filled no, no, scenario? No, no, no. They're basically just no. like, uh, like balls, about the size of a... Um, tombola. A, a tombola. Mm. Which is a marble uh, size, if you don't know what a yeah, tombola it's is. It's one of the sure. larger marbles, and... Um, you can they you get twelve in a serve. They're deep fried, 12. like a hot donut. I like that. And they're yeah. about that size, and they come in a little. They've got to be powdered with icing sugar, surely. Well, there's just different options, and the options are amazing. And uh, but while we're on the subject of desserts, sure, it is a fine dessert that I hadn't experienced, and now I have. I highly recommend. Okay, okay. the donut bowls. Yeah. So we're to, we're talking. Um, what's what's the Krispy Kreme that's, that's yeah, sure. popular at the moment? That's a specialised donut store. Is that are they similar flavours or no. we're talking we're talking Greek style? Yeah, they, they're a bit more Greek style. They've got a bit more substance to them than those uh, Krispy Kremes. Now, when you say uh, latest craze, Krispy Kreme, I'm pretty sure they're <laughs> on their way out. <laughs> okay. It's funny you say that though, Jezbot, because I was talking to somebody. Um, that has just recently been to Western Australia, mm. and mm. their first Krispy Kreme store has just opened in Western Australia. And first, it's, yeah, and it's hit the peak popularity that the Krispy Kreme that opened um, was it? Uh, was it like Knox? Yeah, yeah. that was the first. Yeah, something like that. That that that's huge. It's hitting mate, the same. Sort so of where's where's that's where's that open up? Sorry, Western Australia in Perth, okay. our suburbs, and they've just got ET at the uh, cinemas as well. Yeah, I know it. I'm quite- <laughs> One of our uncles, every time he was coming down to uh, Melbourne, he would bring home a box of pineapple Krispy Kreme. He would right. import that shit. Who was that? Uh, Uncle Phil. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Have we got one of those? <laughs> yeah, there's one of them in there. But uh, maybe that's what the Krispy Kreme idea is. You, you, you're only maybe a few shops around Australia and then you, you move on. As yeah, the, that's uh, right. As well, soon as they put them in 7-Eleven, they, just be, they became rubbish. Yeah, mm, but rubbish. I am quite partial to the um, pineapple donut. Oh yeah, I do like a good yeah. pineapple donut. I'll, I'll take a uh, jam filled, not okay. a choc top jam filled, just a straight up jam. And the filled. new Nutella filled ones, uh, it's kind of special. Yeah, no, you don't want to mess around with a choc top jam filled. A jam filled donut should be hot. Correct. Okay. No place for chocolate. It'll be melting off everywhere. Yeah. Okay. You can't yeah. have it both ways. It's a bloody lawsuit waiting to happen. It is. Oh yeah. It's just, you, you know, how much decadence do you need? 
Well, I, what are we going to um, what are we going to bet on the dessert? The new craze? dessert craze in okay. Travel Street? Are we saying? Um, I'm going to say weeks? Me, oh, for what the, for the, the next one? No, well, for the uh, the cinnamon bun place, the um, cinnamon scrolls. Cinnamon doesn't look scrolls like it's doing too well. Okay, what's the fate? You mean what, yeah. what's the fate of these stores? Well, it's like when, like I was saying, when they group the styles of stores together, and it's in order to attract that market to the area sure. yeah. and let the people have their choice. But jam all together, they go to one area. It's we're going to the patisserie zone, mm. you know, to get our treats. Yeah, um, is that the strategy behind putting shops together, or are they just yeah, like assholes? They go, "There's a bloody donut shop open. You know what we should do." Lebanese. Well, I think that's what's happening maybe, at maybe, uh, yeah. that's what's happening down in my end at uh, Huntingdale. So it's more become, brothels. Uh, so, yeah, well, more brothels, <laughs> more question, brothels. Though, but a- uh, it's becoming the uh, Suvlaki district. Oh, really? Ah. Yeah. Okay. It's like for seven. Di- uh, well, they're catering to a lot of uh, Greek probably community. Of the, probably because of all the brothels. Yeah, you need a good feed afterwards. Yeah, that's all right. All the yeah. energy. It's a good and a cheap one because you just blew all this money on a. Yeah, sure, sure. You want you want to just end up paying six bucks for a meal, not. But not uh, yeah, that's what's, right. Yeah, Look, what's the, the prostitute the, worth these days, Sean? <laughs> well, in the back factories, it's no, no, less than know. a Suvlaki. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. So okay. And, and well, you I get guess, a free you know, can of coke with it. <laughs> I guess you've already bloody um, hurried into one kebab. You may as well have another. Yeah. Uh, wow. He's done it again. Illegal. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just jamming oh. buttons there, but yep. that's all right. <laughs> Welcome back to the soundboard. Ah, yeah, okay. There it is. There he is. Shite. So mm. we may as well jump right into it. So you've, you've been sick a bit lately. Yeah, I've been mm. crooked as dog. Yeah, I'm over it now. Thanks for asking. Yeah, that's all right. But so how did you feel? You feel a bit muddled? Yeah, couldn't make a fist. Uh, hands were very was weak as a kitten. And uh, <laughs> have you? Um, how many fists? Yeah, can I just quickly ask how many fists do you need to make? Well, of a day, you yeah. need to make the fist to uh, grab the keys out of the ignition first. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> couldn't really do that too well. Okay, yeah, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, grabbing fair enough. Yeah, the hammer. But yeah. since you're okay, sickness, yeah. um, how's your your fuzziness levels been? Have pretty you, fuzzy, is, pretty fuzzy, yeah. Anybody feel like, despite, you know, the, the perils of growing older, mm. a, a growing sense of fuzziness? Sure. Oh, uh, yeah, somewhat. And, and okay. confusion? Yeah, yeah. I can blow, I'm, I'm down with that. Fuzzy now, confused right now. <laughs> yeah, what is going on? Well, I've just read something um, on the Clean Technica website uh, that suggests that brain, air pollution... Excess CO2 isn't just heating the planet, it's making our brain fuzzy, according uh-huh. to research uh-huh. from Harvard University. Okay, so there's a reason. It's not mm. just age. Okay, it's boiling our brains. Because, yeah, I know like when you're outside and out in the heat, uh, and the people that don't wear hats, it's their, it's their heads getting boiled. Yeah, because you, you haven't been polluted off yet from work. Uh, not yet. Oh no! Well, that's smoked off. That's pollution. Is it? Yeah, the the, the fires. Yeah, the but like, fires. but actual pollution. Nah, like nah. city pollution. You nah, know nah, what I mean, nah, like nah, CO2. Nah, I haven't had car polluted off. No, but you were saying on Steve's, um at some stage you got fisted off. Yeah, well, I got so sick. sick. I was so sick I couldn't make a fist, so I got fisted off. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you took the so day off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always <laughs> find it hard to put in a good. Solid hours work after a good fisting. Yeah, yeah. It's, hard. it's hard. It's it's very hard. Yeah, definitely. It's hard to make a living. Especially when you've got a sitting job. 
So, so the air pollution is uh, making our brains fuzzy. So, what else? What about the electronic fields? What about the phone uh, fields? Is that s- also making us uh, fuzzy? Like, and, and it's, is that part of the pollution, or are they talking about car pollution here? They're talking about um, carbon dioxide in general, mm. right. and I guess that if there's more parts of CO two in the air, then there's less O two, less mm. oxygen, mm-hmm. and we need oxygen to function. It's like if you hold your breath, you get a bit fuzzy. You know, I guess it's like um, it's like uh, the, the as they take our oxygen away, it's like a this ever, ever present slow perpetual nang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I guess like uh, with the phones, mm-hmm. that's making us fuzzy. Mm-hmm. We're thinking about uh, those bloody gas prices again, and oh, uh, we got we got um. Now we, I just did, didn't want to have to bring up the coronavirus and yeah. what that's doing to us all but um it's it's interesting like you have these big waves of oh have you seen stranger things yeah stranger things watch mm-hmm. stranger things oh absolutely yeah stranger things wire, is great yeah. right this ed watch the wire you, you know that no, um well on netflix there's a pandemic documentary sure you know everyone went crazy for making a murderer as well mm-hmm. but the pandemic thing's on so just before the coronavirus hit everybody's watched this documentary because by the time Netflix has come out, we've watched all the shit. Now we're watching the documentaries. Mm. Pandemic. You, so I'm saying, saying everybody's you? onto this pandemic. Then, lo and behold, a pandemic starts and everybody's like on board. Are you saying that someone might be profiteering off uh, some sort of conspiracy theory saying that there is... I think I think they're using Netflix... To set us up for training, there's the training field. I just yeah. really wish I had invested in some uh, some companies with the old ga- the, the face masks. But, well, now's the time, isn't it? Ah, uh, it's too late now. It's probably too oh, late. We missed but it. It's, it's funny that you brought up the coronavirus in relation to carbon emissions and mm-hmm. CO2 and the fuzziness. Because I read something else this week that said that the Empty cities and stalled industrial production uh, from the as a result of the coronavirus has cut China's carbon emissions by 100 million metric tons. They've done it. They did it. Well, someone's I mean, making so, money It's a off good it. thing. So, what's the well, deal the with, with aren't. when it comes to a pandemic? We're talking, um, we're talking like the plague and yeah, uh, you got your polio. Yeah. I know that. Uh, I know polio? they're saying it's a pandemic, but um, like I think the coronavirus now is what. Let's, I'm just going to throw a number out there. You do the. You do the corona. Um, 150,000 people? Yeah, no, not even. No? Okay, Hasn't cool. Hasn't killed that many people yet. Okay. How many How many, How many? many has... Can you look that up, Sean, us? How many people died? I know that the common cold mm-hmm. uh, last year in American um, recorded yes. uh, history is 88,000 people died of the common cold. Yeah. Yeah. Now, does that classify that as a pandemic? And are we living amongst that? Is this just going to be another? So now we've got the cold, the flu, and the. Well, everyone's always. Device. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, because I just had the flu. I I didn't go to a doctor. No one told me I had the flu. I I had the flu. Sure. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but everyone's always saying, "Got to get the flu injection. Got to get the flu injection." But but like, once you've had the flu, I, you're I, not gonna. I got it, and then I slept for two days, and then I was I was better. I reckon it's I reckon it's interesting, and also. 
so. just a week before, Jazzbot was uh, saying, I never get sick. I never get sick. Yeah, I'm strong as a fucking ox. I'm juiced. I'm oaked. What'd you say? I'm yoked. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Well, you gotta be, you gotta be careful to he's sick. before you call things. Yeah. You know, it's like that whole good from afar, for, but far from good. Right? <laughs> uh, just true. be careful. But, uh, but as of the 29th of February, 2020, mm-hmm. 10.45, general... Whatever. Standard Eastern time. Yeah. Um, mean time. There's been 85,686 cases of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, accounted for. And 2,933 deaths. 2,000 yeah. deaths, yeah. right? Versus nearly 3,000. Nearly 3,000 versus 88,000 deaths from the common cold. Yeah. You see? You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? I'm saying when we're screaming pandemic, I'm saying... Netflix. I'm screaming. I'm screaming panic at the disco. I'm I'm screaming uh, panic demic. Panic. Pa- yes. There you go. He did, <laughs> he did it. <laughs> panic demic. Yeah. And it's. Uh, I don't know why, but it's some. Like, it's important it's, for them to do it, isn't it? For some. Someone. Reason. Someone's making some coin out of it. Uh, not everyone's. Um, uh, I'm Getting sure it. there's. I'm sure there's a. There's a faction that are that are trying to spread the the panic because the their stock goes up, other stocks mm. goes down, but theirs goes up. Well, Big farmer. Right. It takes yeah. a lot of attention off actual you know, thing people doing things wrong and whatnot. Elections well. and But you know, have there's you. a lot of conspiracies <laughs> getting thrown around about this coronavirus and, and I'm pretty quick to I'm not quick, but I'm a critical thinker. I don't take everything off face value. I'm mm. willing to think of other options if they may present themselves. And there's every likelihood that, that, you know, it could be an engineered disease for whatever political reason. Um, if it's, oh, you know, whatever, population yeah. control or whatever. But at the same time, I think it's more amazing that more infectious diseases aren't born that could affect us all the time. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's far more amazing that it doesn't happen all the time yeah, than it's almost, just happened now. Yeah, maybe you know? it does, but this is just one of the really bad ones. Yeah, it broke yeah. through the containment lines. Yeah, someone dropped the vial, you mean? Yeah. It broke through the <laughs> containment lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah, someone had it on their shirt. Yeah, it's usually the glove gets pricked, him. Oh, yeah, I've got you. And then he panics and he, like, leaves anyway. Uh, and he's the gotta outbreak. Go, got to go see my daughter's play. I know it irritates you greatly when you watch the TV and the TV tells you what's what's happening in society. They play the movies according to the news stories. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they have been... They played Outbreak. They... Played uh, uh, world, a movie called Pandemic. World War Z. Uh, world War Z. Yeah, yeah the these were all shit. on TV the other night. Yeah. Check this though. They're like, oh, that topic's on. Yeah, it's like I said, yeah. it, I'm, you know, I didn't want to jump to the fact that this was a conspiracy, but someone posted this to me today. Um, a paragraph written in a Dean Coots novel in 1981. Do you know Dean Coots? Nope. He was like a, <laughs> a poor man, Stephen King. He was a prolific horror writer right. throughout the 80s and 90s, and I think he's still writing to this day. Pumping out those big, thick horror novels. Yeah, yoke, yoke, sick they're page full, after fully page. Yoked, right? Published in 1981. And this is posted. It was around then that a Chinese scientist named Li Chen defected to the United States carrying a diskette record of China's most important and dangerous new biological weapon. In a decade, they called the stuff Wuhan 400 because it was developed at their RDNA labs outside of the city of Wuhan. Uh-oh. And it was the four. Hundredth viable strain of man-made microorganisms created at that research center. Mm-hmm. Wuhan 400 
is the perfect weapon. And that was written in 1981. Yeah, oh, but I, I always like to check these things. Remember when the... Book called uh, The Eyes of Darkness by Dean Coots. Yeah, let's let's double check that because every time the uh, the Nostradamus 2020... Oh, thing, someone goes back and changes Wikipedia. The two tales will fall. Back. There's another part of it here. It says, in around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting in all known treatments. Almost more baffling than the illness itself will be the fact that it will be suddenly suddenly vanished as quickly as it arrived. Go Attack on. again ten years later and then disappear completely. Go on. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's looking good. Yeah. Sweet. Sounds well, good. so if he created it in his book and he also created the um the end of it, I'm happy with that. I'm sniffing. Yeah, yeah it just goes away. Bull twang. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shite. Have a look at it. He yeah. doesn't know his Go ass get the book. from his tip max. <laughs> Go get the book. Have a, have a look at it. Well, that's no, what, we I, that's what I want to say. That's we what I'd like that. to say. Yes, I believe, the, I believe I you're saying it and you're reading it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, that, I'm down with that. But who knows? Uh, has anyone read this thick, thick, thick book? book. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah. doctored. Look at the photos. The oh, it's okay. okay. And right, this yeah. completely undoctored um, photo from Photoshop. Yeah, cool. No, I'm down with that. Yeah. That's great. So, Coots, uh, well, we've got to get him on the podcast. It's a classic, then, it's like. a classic 1984 scenario. Yeah, 1981. Which, uh, 1981 was it? 1984 oh, was, yeah, yeah. was the other book, George yeah. Orwell. George Orwell, oh, well done. Great book. I, um, because oh, I bought it for Vanessa. Ah, uh, Vanessa, <laughs> little Vanessa, the other one, my daughter, <laughs> Audrey. That's the one. Uh, I bought it for her. Right. And I said, "This is a must-read." Um, is it? Uh, oh, it's a must-read. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely, it's one of my favorite books. Socialism, yeah. communism. Yeah. Yep. Nazism. Nah, so yeah, it's a oh, <laughs> yeah. what totalitarianism. There you okay, go. there. There you go. It was some ism. Yeah, it's all the isms. Oh yeah. Um. So when you cross the road, yes, you're liable to get a jaywalking fine. Are yeah. you? Here? Yes. So, Does yeah. that happen here? Yeah, Many people we... jaywalking. So yeah. hmm. if I cross the road from my house about, you know, 50 metres from the lights, mm. when does the jaywalking kick zone in. kick in or kick out? Yeah. You know, when like are you like just allowed to cross the road? Well, I was going to go across the, across the shops to get bloody chicken and chips the other night. And um, and as I was going to cross the road, a cop car went past and I went, am I, should I, would I? Oh, we got him, Sarge. Oh, yeah, I've got a, I think I've got a... Nope. <laughs> Shut. Nope. We got him, Sarge. Just um, like I'll pull you over there for a second. I was, uh, was kind of close to the lights. That's was um, it safe? Was it safe to to cross, or did you have to do a? It was like safe a, to cross once the cop had a passed. frogger, a frogger, like oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> run through <laughs> the traffic. <laughs> yeah, I don't go that. I think way. they'll bust you then if you're like if you're like causing a, causing community concerns. Exactly, exactly. Oh, okay. I, I would just uh, I would get him, Sarge. Giving us a quick. Uh, Look, see, and it says here that there is no specific jaywalking offence in Australia. Okay. It is more commonly used as a colloquial term to describe pedestrian offences for crossing the road illegally in each state and territory. Okay. And, okay, uh, so we can't. Get, I can't get done for it. Um, you can in Western Australia. You can get done for fifty dollars. You can get fined fifty dollars for jaywalking in Western Australia. Fifty buck jaywalking uh, fine there, Jezbot. Uh, how do you? Does that? Um, does that add up? Fifty dollars seems pretty reasonable in uh, today's uh, <laughs> high fine society. Okay. Yeah, fines are getting out of control. 
I mean, we can get we can get away with it in every other state. I, I think. Know, I, I know. Think fine, oh, sorry, dude. I think fines should be means tested. So, like, uh, oh, he's done it. Yeah, like if you're on a if you're well, on Sean a, enough to spill to drink, but we're yeah. um, we're fixing that up. That's if you're right. on a big wicket and you drive a Ferrari or a Lamborghini down the streets of uh, Clayton, yeah, and you're speeding. I think you're fine. We should test how much you make of a year, and uh, that absolutely. and your dollars fine. Yeah, because the three hundred dollar fine, they don't care. Someone's driving a Ferrari; they're either renting it or they're yeah. a drug dealer, or and they can afford money. it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, the amount of cars, like, um, you see, like flash cars parked in non-car spots on Chapel Street with tickets on them all the time. They right. just like, oh, I'll just park here. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. I'll pay the ticket. Yeah, who so do you think does, is, who yeah. do you think's more of a wanker? The guy in the Ferrari or the guy in the oh, Lamborghini? <laughs> okay, Ferrari versus Lamborghini. As yeah. a wanker car to have in Melbourne. Because uh, I see him and uh, I just go pretty I even, just say to evenly myself, scored Jeez, I, do you really need to flush your water around that hard? Like <laughs> Yeah. It's true. A, it just makes for me it, it would make me a target. You know what I mean? I see people driving those cars and go, Okay, you someone I want to rob. Oh, <laughs> avoid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or I, I instantly think that they're hiring it out. I don't think that they actually they don't own, own it. it. What are you? Especially if you're just parking it. You know what I mean? Where would go you go down the it? IGA? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, if it comes out of the IGA, you know it's a rental. Imagine parking. <laughs> imagine parking a two hundred fifty thousand dollar car down to your local. And, and just mm. dropping your fret. Oh, with uh, with Trevor around, oh. I wouldn't do that. That's all oh, twenty cent piece to do the job. Yeah, mm. money scumbags. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess if you can afford the car, you're not parking it on the street. That's true. That's true. But I've, I was at Chatty today, and I went through the car park, and like we used to see a lot of like bloody Aussie rundown cars, you know, family Commodores, cars, like just bloody Falcons, wagons, right. you know, like yeah. you know. There's we know that the oh, Holden's just closed down. That's the end of that's the end of that <laughs> era. Outrage. That is an outrage. And um so, you know, but every car in the car park is like BMW. Top dollar. Yeah. But there's yeah, uh, just, there's so, just many, so many cars. I'm shopping at Chatson though, like Chatson's a bizarre place. I've seen like they have a lot of the high end stores, your Louis Vuittons. Sure. You know, you got your Burberries. Mm. You got your uh, four sock joints. You got your uh, donut place. You got your yeah. donut place. You got but your other place, donut place. <laughs> yeah. Like when I worked in Shepparton mm. on the courthouses across the road from cash converters, <laughs> before that place opened, there was a line to get into cash converters. Mm, in right. Chadston, there's a line to get into Gucci. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Handbags and whatnot. Um, it's crazy. I, but I, I was, uh, along with the cars, the expensive cars in the car park, the, the prices I was going to bring up. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, Outrageous. Oh, right, out, yeah. Outrageous. Some of them are leased, I believe. A lot of leased. What's, some of, what's some of the, cars, the cars, you reckon? Yeah, yeah, a bit of a turnover. with the, you know, Some of them you get through business. But I'm, I'm sure that the um, the status people, the people that are trying to keep up with the Joneses, mm. they really must have the white BMW or the white Porsche. Or yeah. The Range you know? Rover. Yeah. Yeah, I've never understood that. I don't know. Well, Even if I had the money for it, I don't think I'd buy it. Yeah, so this is what I, I'm constantly saying. I don't think that's what I would be spending my money on. But a good car does you make does make you feel bloody good. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't know that much. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I don't want to be driving around my old clapped out bloody EB Ford. But when we, when we were coming up, it was all about 
restoring cars from the 60s and the 70s and then yeah. like you know someone would have the bug and the other person would have the holden fb and there's bloody fc nevex holdens and everything's done up but um i now know that if i'd spent the thirty five thousand dollars that i needed to finish that car that i had yeah um by now i've now that you're not allowed to have one of those old cars unless you are a member of a club. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I was talking to a guy the other day who's just got one of those normal Range Rovers from back in the day, the ones that look like kind of an army they're car. They're boxy, but yeah. they're good. But they're good. And um, he, like, it still runs and he still uses it, but because it's so old, he has to join a Range Rover club. <laughs> and the only way to do that is... Um, yearly membership. Mm-hmm. You got to attend a minimum of three of the meetings. Ah, you got to bloody, bloody uh, provide hell. chops and sausages for the um, <laughs> annual fucking club meeting party. You're only allowed to drive it so much as well, aren't you? Other club permit. Um, and then you've got well, you it's it's a limited thing, so you, you get like ninety days, six months, yeah, or whatever. So you really only yeah. yeah. So if I had that car, yeah, um, money. Hit. Yeah, also, it would have been, by the time I fixed it, now is 10 years after that again. So, yep. I would have had to fix it up again sure. and join a club. You never would have stopped fixing it up. No. So <laughs> <laughs> No one ever tells you that about cars. No, yeah. they don't, do they? You know. But uh, I guess that with the, with the car park thing at Chatty, you, mm. you just don't see old school cars. No, you don't. Or do you know why? Because the people with the old school cars don't have disposable incomes. Right. Uh, you might see that uh, family wagon down at the local butcher, yeah. uh, <laughs> down the strip strip mall. Yep. But that was uh, that was I was talking about to with um, with Cassie Lee, my wife. Just in our area, we've got Chatty, we've got the Glen, we've got this new thing that's opening down here. The Melbourne's biggest uh, down the Blackburn Road, right, another Gooseberries. shopping centre, another yeah, Flippery Sticks, and then you got the one on the Warrigal the Road, giant you've got the giant IKEA, you got the giant IKEA, you've got. Massive. Yeah, the pines. You've got the bloody <laughs> just Southgate. You got two, yeah, and then all the strip malls. Like each, you know, I've got Huntingdale, I've got Clayton, I've got Oakley, I've got yeah, fuck, you're and right. Just like two, oh, many shops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of shops, isn't there? One, one coronavirus, and that that guy had to shoot, shoot his um that Chinese restaurant he had going on for twenty five years, shark, was, shark where, fin or something. Yeah, where was the, that? The, uh, I think it was the Glen or. Maybe in the city, I don't know. Yeah. But one of, some of the government dudes had to come out on TV and go, please come back to the restaurants. You know, yeah. you're not going to get it. Like this, this guy's going to yeah. have to close down. Yeah, because you're not turning up to the to eat. So he's going. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's not, no one's turning up to eat. But it's like that guy's been in business for 25 years, and he's he's one week away from closing his doors in the yeah. food in the food gig. Now imagine if you're selling cinnamon donuts, just yeah. only cinnamon, <laughs> cinnamon scrolls, right? We're fucked. And only chocolate ones. Right. No, we don't sell anything else. Yeah. No vanilla, no other flavors. Yeah. It's just the one style. The specialty store. It's yeah. boutique. <sighs> Isn't that what they call it? Boutique? Yes. You know, yeah. but there are there are casualties, but despite the individual, you know, besides the individual ca- casualties of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But all the things that you're describing here can be fixed by a good virus. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're saying. Well, I think it's inevitable. I think it's a th- like looking back on the history, some of the most atrocious things that have happened in history, i.e. like in direct comparison, not so bad, but like the plague. 
Yeah, well, everyone. You got your plague. Everyone everyone looks out. back on that like such a disastrous thing. And if it could have been avoided, then you know we would have. Hmm. But if we had have avoided that, our population today would be more than double of what it is today because population is exponential, hmm. and the people that and it doubles every fifty years or so. Oh, but it's a Callum from a helicopter. See, here's the thing: each time humans humans take her, he's <laughs> dropped his phone. <laughs> oh my 15th god! Time. Um, you know, each each time humans take a hit, either with a, a comet or a virus mm. or a plague or whatever. Yeah. Uh, just think about all the potential Einsteins that got knocked out in that plague in that plague time. <laughs> Fucking true, you know. And then it's a big catch up for humans. Like, yeah, well, we don't want the scientists dying. That's yeah. right. It's yeah. got to be more selective. Mm. Yeah. But all the people that uh, aren't scientists have other skills, like they know how to change tires and. Build houses and yeah, think, do okay. the things Light that maybe yeah yeah, and so the, yeah we, we we do need uh, population control, but uh, it needs to be it needs just to be more them. needs to be more selective. Yeah, that's what just I'm saying. Them. Just well, come well, on, it reminds me of a really good book um, written by Dan Brown, the the Da Vinci Code guy, uh, and yeah. it's called Inferno. And I read it about twelve months ago. I thought you were going to say Mein Kampf. That's oh, no. <laughs> no, it really good. interesting. It's about biological warfare. And this guy's made a biological weapon and the whole book is like trying to find this biological weapon to stop it. And they're treating this guy like an absolute you know, monster because he's, mm. he wants to wipe out the world. Mm. And it's really interesting because it's for Dan Brown. So there's all this art history there. They run through the Louvre and are all the bloody... Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. The Sistine yeah. chapels. And yeah, they, they run in... find all the secrets in the paintings and... Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's really quite, it's really good. It's, Isn't that the Da Vinci Code? No, nah, it's very similar. Okay. But it's, so he's got, he's a one trick pony. Yeah, but there is an Inferno <laughs> movie and it didn't have the budget of the Da Vinci Code. And it's like, it's the most shocking rendition of a bit of literature I've ever read in my bloody life. I tell you what, I've ever seen in my life. It's the whole time you're just going, this is, that's not how it goes. You're not the type of guy that says the books are better than the movie. Uh, not, not not straight off the bat, but in this case, it definitely was, and not just tenfold, like a hundredfold. But in the end, they're chasing this monster, trying to find this biological weapon, and then it turns out that they they're late, they missed it. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, just so you know. Sure, I'm telling you, go oh, read the this awesome book, but <laughs> They they missed it. I think it. the spoiler alert comes before the reveal. And not everybody... Traditionally. <laughs> okay, yeah. But it yeah. turned out that this guy was so smart that he was a genetic engineer and he designed this virus to that would only affect people with this certain um, oh, genetic, aspect of their DNA. Yeah, sure. And so it only affected a third of the population. Right. And by the end of the book, the, the monster is a hero. Spoiler. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And, I mean, in the scheme of things... Like in the future, and and even like to this present day, hmm. um, that might be a good thing. But I'm saying this now, and this is a bit of Stockholm syndrome, like me turning around and saying that population is is an issue, and it can be that that because resources are stretched and we find ourselves hmm. um, competing for more meaningful roles in society and whatnot, and they, they they can they can affect individuals and communities as a whole. Overpopulation can have have. Severely negative ramifications for communities and societies, mm. um, but that wouldn't be so evident if billions and billions of dollars weren't getting absorbed from countries' economies every day by people with too much money. Yeah, um, there, if are there you, was more resources, then are you saying that we might might have to do like a Futurama style suicide booth? Oh yeah, uh, and in order to like get get population control. 
under under wraps. Also, like reduce carbon emissions. Uh, anyone yeah. that wants to bail out, go visit your local suicide booth. You get chewed up and you're renewable and fuel. And then we don't need a virus that's uh, selecting indiscriminately. We get to thin out the herd. Like the people that don't, they're sick of it. Like, you know, assisted um, suicide for uh, sick patients and you just make it right across the board legal. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, anyone that wants gone, you just go visit a booth and then and then we'll reassess and how many ching, people And then ching, 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 cash in on that tragedy. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, that's right. And there's plenty of money to be made in tragedy. I walked past the chemist the other day, and like the wheels, the windows are full of those masks. Really? Yeah, just like, like they do like, nothing. We got masks. We got masks. We got masks. We've got masks. Would you want masks? We got them. Um, they don't so do the mask game is that they have got it on lockdown. It's the only game in town. Mask game. Yeah, okay. especially if you live in China and you're not allowed to go and play sports anymore. Like it is the only game in town. It's like, how many, <laughs> okay, how no many other masks games. do you have? <laughs> I've got one mask. <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, I'm sure they'll make some kind of animation. Like you'll have to end up collecting all the masks. Ah, there you go. Like, yeah, um, like um, you know, Pokemon. Pokemon's, yeah. yeah, different masks. Yeah. Hmm. Um, wow. So that's that's uh, the future that we have to look forward to, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we it is an escape pod, so we don't usually like to dwell on the negative. Well, aspects. it's more of a it's more of a jumping the turnstile than an escape pod. <laughs> yeah, know what I mean. Well, this is more like it. This is more like an escape pod. You're right. Uh, yeah. On uh, the way, but but it they have just announced that it is about a day or two off reaching pandemic state mm. status. So again, I say that the common cold is still beating at um, well, yeah, they say that the eighty fold, but it's the death rate. It's the death rate. You're looking at like a 05 percent death rate to a, like a a five percent death rate. Mm, I like those odds. Bit of an increase. <laughs> so right. what do you do? Like, uh, you're going to stay home. Uh, nah. Well, in China, they don't have a choice. I heard well, they're, they're welding true. people in their houses. Right. Yeah. Welding, you say? Apparently, yeah, they're welding doors shut. So Plenty it's of a, welding jobs going. Getting welded uh, off. Yeah, got yeah. welded in. Got welded in. I was going to say welded off the rest of the world. Mate, sure. Off into your house. Might not be long. You might be getting virus off. Mm, hey, I yeah. The, I wonder how the CFMEU will respond to that sort of a thing. Well, yeah, they did say, okay, well, there was a there was an email. There was a go, soapbox email. No, nah, there's just an email going around to all the uh, all the owners or the managers or whatever. Oh, the, boys. All the all the it, trades. Um, if anyone's crook, just let them stay the bloody hell home. Like, okay, so yeah. don't be spreading the spreading okay. the viruses and the blah 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 and yada yada. But. Uh, yeah, no, it's paranoia. Well, cause, cause it's you, paranoia. So cause... you're working for a company. This is the best time to wag. I'd, Surely. I'd, I'd love to think it's paranoia. Um, have to, we'll have to wait and see. Mm. It's hard to believe. You, you don't know. if Because you know, I've seen some pretty disturbing footage. It could be propaganda. But Yeah, every, all the things I've seen that looks like it just could be uh, very, very faked. I don't know. Like the dude's dropping the streets. Probably happening. Like, like yeah, as you, you say, hopefully it's not. But I don't know. I've often thought of death as like that extra twenty minute sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like when you wake up and you look at you the hit clock, the terminal snooze. You, yeah, you go, yeah. oh, an extra twenty five minutes, or you're sick. Sick. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what you're gonna feel like as you see that bright light coming up towards mm. you. Ah, oh, this is it. This is it. An extra twenty minutes is lit. Hit the snooze. Mm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. How do you see death? <laughs> <laughs> How do you want your <laughs> coffee talk? Coffee talk. 
<laughs> How do you see death? How do you foresee your death going Stand down? Yeah. Struggling against an oceanic death in which my own death is but a drop of water evaporating to raise my own individual life but a fraction of an inch above the sinking sea of death. I must have a faith greater than Christ, a wisdom deeper than that of the greater seer. I must have the ability and the patience to formulate what is not contained in the language of our time for it is now intelligible, is meaningless. Go on. Henry Miller. <laughs> Henry Miller, Tropic of Capricorn. Ah. Beautiful book. Bit of, yeah. oh, I thought you might have read yeah, that. Yeah, so no, oh, no. no well, he's, he's, he's currently reading it. I saw, when I picked you up tonight, I saw the uh, Tropic of Capricorn on your nightstand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and um, is it there permanently or are you actually reading it? No, no, I'm charging through it apparently. Mm. Now, I read it pretty quick, yeah. Now, like I've said in many other podcasts, so you have started reading the book. Yep. And you own the book. Yep. And... There's an audio book. Yeah. So now that you've started it and you're like, you know what? It can't be fuck finishing this. I'll just listen to the rest of it. You chalk uh, it up as a read? You, do you chalk it up as a read? No, I find reading like it's like I read in bits. Like you go, th- I read a paragraph and I, and if it's something that hits me, I'll read it again. And then you, then you, then you can take a second and look away from the book and look perplexed and think about what you've read and then go through and process the things. And and also learning new words, like sometimes oh. you've never seen deja vu well, you written don't. or like <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah. you know, and like you, you've heard the word, you know it is. But there are some, like some words. Yeah. We, we have, our vocabulary has dwindled so much over the years and I've been reading a few like 16th century plays and things like that lately and they're like the overuse of language and it makes you realise how we've We've really like we've we've made language a lot more efficient than it used sure, to be. Sure. So if you're reading a book that has the languages through it, do you like have to put that character on in your head? Like, oh, you do, you do. Otherwise, you miss it. You miss it. Even like it led me to, for some strange reason, to rewatch um, the the remake of Romeo and Juliet, the Baz Luhrmann remake of Romeo and Juliet, mm. and. Even that language, like that's pretty much like it is just the play. It's it's Shakespeare language. They haven't adjusted the language at all. No. And if you don't pay attention oh, you're, properly, yeah, you're out. It's like the you just miss what the, the fuck's Jeremy? going on. They just sounds like they're going. They're speaking gibberish. Even it's not. Even though they're English words, yeah. Just the the way they describe things. Unless you're really onto it, you, you can just miss it. Like my my housemate was like, I've just. Not, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, because it's like, uh, do you want to go get a drink? It's thou's thirst that quenches the droplets from the coolest Russian is tempt me, please, or saliva. Exactly. I missed you. What do you mean exactly? But in that, but they also like it just, it makes it a little bit more descriptive and like it seems like an overuse, but sometimes it kind of, it explains things more in ways that we don't have explanations for anymore, Mm. you know? And I think that's pretty interesting. But the language... Well, is... Shakespeare uh, invented a wild goose chase, apparently. And uh, oh, I think something, I... something to do about ho- horse racing. I think I've, I've, but I've got, a lot. I've, got, I've got about five, six different accents in my head. If I started assigning accents to different characters in the book, I think I'd run out <laughs> pretty quickly. So then I'd go like, I couldn't read on because like, I wouldn't have a voice. Yeah, so you've got the, the next uh, character. You've got the uh, the prison guard. You've yeah. got the, uh, uh, the, the king. Oh, yes. You got the chick. Uh, hello. <laughs> yeah. You got the uh, the pie man. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're stuck. You got nothing else. That's so then, all I got. 
as you know. So the and then pa- they start, then Christopher <laughs> Walken starts <laughs> getting cast, you know. No, King, you know, I like your cape, <laughs> but I want to know about the crown. <laughs> Tony Danza comes in for some yeah. reason. Uh, Mona. Yeah. The way you make me Mona. Samantha. <laughs> Mona. Yeah. yeah. Anthony. Yes. And all uh, the rest on And all the, the rest. Who's <laughs> the boss? But uh, Who is the boss? It's uh, Chachi. No, I think uh, I think Angela was the boss yeah. in that one. Charles was in charge. Chachi, Charles was in charge. Charles, right. um, Chachi was a sidekick. To Chachi was Charles, though. It was um, Fonzie's, Fonzie's. Scott Bayer. Henry Winkler's is Fonzie's, where Fonzie's is his Chachi. Are you saying that <laughs> a, uh, a, a, Henry a, Wink- Scott, a Scott Bayo is to Burt Ward as... Uh, but, yeah, oh, I was fuck. thinking, um, you know... Uh, you know that uh, Fonzie yeah. was dating Mrs. C uh, right. in real life, Henry Ooh, Winkler. Juicy, yeah. Uh, yeah so we, in, in this. this is juicy. So technically, uh, Mrs. C was um, playing with Fonzie's Henry Winkler. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you did it. We <laughs> <laughs> got there. Uh, continue on. Is anybody? Get, it's just well, the haircut. It is because she's she looks like uh, that haircut makes you look like she's probably you know. She was probably like 35 when she was doing uh, it. Yeah, probably. Made yeah. her look 70. Yeah. Now, is it... Uh, I hear this a lot in shows. Um, I did it on accident. Yeah. Right? I don't like that. Now, is it the Grinch English to say by accident? Or is it actually on accident? Because on the occurrence of an accident... Or I did this by means of accident. So is it on I, accident I or did by this accident? On accident. I say by or, accident. You say, we say we all say by accident. Yeah. yeah. But why is it on accident in America? Because they say everything wrong, uh, Tim. Uh, like I, another thing I've been hearing in shows that I really don't like is one hundred percent. 100%. Everything's 100%. It's the uh, 2020s, literally. Oh, yeah. You don't like the literally. Either. I don't like literally. Say. And like everything. 100%. 100%. Is it, um, is it get off me or get off of me? Get off up, of me. Get up off me. It could be abbreviated too. It's just because my wife keeps saying it to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to know which one it was. Get off me or get off of me. Get off they of me. Work. Mm. They both structurally sound sentences. Get off of me. Yeah. Get, get off, off of me. me. Get off of me. <laughs> get off of me. Yeah, some things you can't say in an Australian accent. Like if you're reading Shakespeare straight out straight out the book. Uh like, can we do that? Yeah, can we get a little bit of Shakespeare um script out here? Press pause for a second. <laughs> you bite your thumb at us, sir. Is the war our side? If I say A? Nah. Nah, sir. I do not bite my thumb at you, sir. Sir, but I bite my thumb, sir. Do you quarrel? Do you quarrel, sir? It's fucking harder than it looks, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Go. You're Abraham, dickhead. Your, qu- your quarrels. Quarrel, sir? Nah, sir. If you do, sir, I am for you. I serve as good as man as you. Wait, I'm fucking Abraham. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I'm Abraham. <laughs> See, and I reckon that's how it would go. Oh. 
pretty much. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking. Yes, acting is harder than it oh, looks. Obviously, it. Uh, <laughs> Shout outs to all the actors. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess I mean, so. you always think you can do it. And then we just uh, pull out the script and uh, try and do it. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough going out there. And I did a really good take and you cut it out. They're like, don't. Act. Don't act. Don't act. Don't act. Don't act. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. And I felt, I felt the passion. Mm. Did you ever do the school play or? I'll tell you a story about Romeo and Juliet. Oh, here I we go. I thought I'd be a real smart cat. <laughs> and we knew, I knew I was doing the reading. And it was about year nine or ten. And I had a, like, what I really liked about school at about year nine or ten was um, leaving school. Wagging. Sure. Yeah. So um, I, I pre-read the text and found the... Actor with the least lines early on in the play. Ah, very good. Ah. Yeah, and I chose to be him straight off the bat. I wanted to be him. Made the tree. Like, yeah, yeah. No, the I was sheep. Like, I, was like, I don't know. I can't remember who it was Ben Volley or someone like someone was someone in that scene that just okay. they get shot in okay. that scene and or something like that. Anyway, okay, he's dead. He's out. Ah, so you get all the um, time off uh, other classes because it's uh, all the acting kids. Please go to the hall for rehearsals. Well, I just knew I wouldn't be missed because you know they got to do their thing. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. And some, I remember a bloke that took himself, fancied himself as a bit of a pretty boy, you know, put his hand out to be Romeo. And that's, that's, that was totally cool. Yeah. I read my one line and the English teacher like dropped the book and he was like, where on earth did you learn to read? Where have like, you been? He was like, my This is a is that the type length of short you will wear to the rehearsals? <laughs> I simply must have a short enough in my cast. <laughs> you are perfect. And he was like, and he was like the other guy, Romeo, you're fired. Say one more word. <laughs> That's enough. Perfect. <laughs> but it was like that. And he basically was like, you're Romeo. Oh, fuck. No. So that was me done. But I actually... (laughs) That's why you never try out for anything. Yeah, Yeah, but actually, like, looking back on it, it really gave me an interest in in a side of literature that I didn't have beforehand. Mm. And I've carried, to this day, like I said, I was reading 16th century plays last week, uh, The Changeling, and... um, a three Jacobean tra- tragedies very classics very and um, sure sometimes they it's like poetry and all the plays and this is a young man's game where you're trying to trying to you know kind of be more worldly than you actually are so you try to write write poetry and okay and then yeah. you find out later, on, later that, on that it's going to be a, a segment on the podcast <laughs> called <laughs> Jezbot's Diary <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, not happens. at all, not at all. Like when it's done well, it um, some some literature can just exposes some intricacy, some aspects of life and living mm. that that that, and it gets written and and played out in ways that you just you can't even explain. And it's good to know that that, that people have been living and feeling and in depth for and understanding uh, and trying to understand what it's about for a very long time. Yeah, I think I think I could possibly. Um, write a poem or, or act if it was uh, <laughs> if it was in someone else's uh, accent. So okay, yeah. yeah. So so I don't, I don't think I can deliver the the lines in an, as you as, an Aussie, as me. I don't have yeah. my own voice yet. I don't have a, an acting. Well, because it so would turn out like that. Aussie play to yeah. what that to what that said. said to, but I could do it in an American accent. Maybe I could like American. Like, yeah. Or, no, just uh, as a character. Like I, I can act. Is this an American accent right now? <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing it right now? Or, this doesn't sound. Or if I was going to write a poem, I could 
probably right or something. Yeah. If I was speaking like this. Okay. It's yeah. very tight jawline. Two tigers walk through the forest in the night. Bright, 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 <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, tiger, tiger, tiger lily. You why did you? <laughs> why did you taste me into the brush? Prickly <laughs> <laughs> uh. brush up and up inside my thigh. <laughs> I begin to cry. Why? Thus, why? Why? Thus does take the prickle <laughs> <laughs> and thrust it up into the tiger. <laughs> you could do it. Yeah, probably. The passion was palpable. Uh, I could taste it in my moustache. Uh, well, that said, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say, yeah. Having said that, a big, a, a big shout out to the actors. And if you're if you're doing the, um, if you have it in there somewhere, the back of your mind, listeners, it's like, geez, I, I wouldn't mind doing like a local play, or you know, I, I should have gone and, and and gone for the tryouts for the school play and. Here's yeah. your advice. Don't. <laughs> start now. Well, start now. It's oh, a so long sorry. road. Yeah, it uh, is. You probably should have started. Wasn't Hugh Jackman just part of like a local theatre company? Was he really? Yeah. yeah. But gay as the dickens. <laughs> <laughs> Which always helps. And what a show. <laughs> <laughs> he was marvellous. I can he wore, dance. You I know, can yeah, sing. Yeah. You know he wore a beard so nobody knew it was him. <laughs> the entire time. And then right at the credits. Not the credits, sorry. When they're clapping at the end, which is the finale. Uh, he took off his beard and he said it was me all along. <laughs> and, and did we... <laughs> And did we scream and shout? <laughs> yeah, joyous occasion. We did dance that night <laughs> so joyously amongst our peers. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, that's twice we brought up Hugh Jackman tonight. I was talking about um, Hugh Jackman's pumping veins earlier. Well, there you go, Tim. It means, it means it's a full circle, which means that is that time of the evening, of the week once again, mm-hmm. where we get to say thank you for listening uh, every week and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. for your loyal listenership. We do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep on listening. Keep on passing it on. Yeah, um, is this... Uh... Today on the show, we're going to make... <laughs> 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 no, I just wanted to bring that back. Yeah, because it totally uh, put me off my vinegar stroke. Okay. But, uh, my vinegar but apart stroke. from that, thanks for coming out all the way short enough. Thank um, you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolute mm-hmm. pleasure. Uh, really good on the ones and twos, looking up all the stuff on the uh, the interwebs there. And yep, uh, Timmy yep. Targo, thanks for having us. The uh, chicken much. dinner was delish. Sure. And great. I'm quite Absolutely. enjoying this uh, hasaki. I'll give you one and, of those. Uh, Clink, clink yeah. it up. Um, that's kind of how uh, white people high-five each other. Is it? Clinked it our bottle. Clinked our beers much together. Okay. And uh, on behalf of jumping the turnstile and turnstile <laughs> records. And high-fives are completely different things, <laughs> and they are race interchangeable. <laughs> I'm Jez Butt. <laughs> I'm Timmy Tucker. And I'm Sean Enough. Uh, s- uh, jump the turn. Uh, uh, see you on the other side. Yeah, goodbye. They hop, they duck, they climb. They go through two at a time. Jump the turnstile. Jump the turnstile. Jump the, the turnstile. Leap over the turnstile. Hop over the turnstile. Had to take me. It's like a ninja. Jump the turnstile. And it's no small thing. People have to jump the turnstile. I definitely jump the turnstile. Jump it. The turnstile. I definitely would do it once, twice. I would do it over again. Whenever I believe I have to do it, I do it. I get away because there was no one there, so I figured it'd be just 
just easier to jump the turnstile. I've jumped some fairs in my day. I've definitely jumped the turnstile a few times. Jumping. Turnstile instead of just paying a $2.25. I'll pull the turnstile back. Like that. Boom, boom. My upper body's not moving. My leg. Jump the turnstile. Jump the turnstile. The turnstile. We are the antibacterial wipes. This don't even look sanitary. 